Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guest, just a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is The Author Show. When a book synopsis begins with Melissa Gabriel is 17 years beyond her expiration date, you just know you've got to know more. Beyond the Miracle, Beyond the Grave, A Medium's True Experiences is Melissa's debut book, and this is her personal story. She's here to tell us about that first sentence and much more. Melissa, welcome to The Author's Show. Thank you so much, Linda. I appreciate you having me. Melissa, will you please give us a quick overview of Beyond the Miracle, Beyond the Grave? Yes, absolutely. This book starts with my miracle story. I had an experience where I was very sick. I was sent to Boston and overnight in Boston, a miracle happened and I'm still here today to talk about it, even though doctors can't explain it. Plus there's 24 other stories, short stories, very easy to read about my different experiences as a medium. Very interesting. So what prompted you to write your story and then share it with the world in a book? I really feel that I am living proof that miracles exist. And I think especially in this day and age, there's so much negativity out there. People need to believe in something more than what they can see or feel. I'm hoping to renew people's hope and faith in something more than themselves. When you were in the emergency room in dire pain, do you believe that you almost made the transition, but that something brought you back? Absolutely. It was actually before I called the ambulance. I was laying on my couch, being very, very sick, and I would feel myself start to leave my body. I could see the back of my head as I was laying on my belly and feeling myself rise up, and I would cough, and I would slam back into my body. At the time, I just thought I was starting to have an out-of-body experiences because those are something that used to happen when I was a kid. But then when I went to the emergency room, the doctor said, we don't expect you to survive the next 24 hours. So they sent me to Boston from Bangor. And what happened in Boston was the miracle. And I truly was dumbfounded that I was still alive 24 hours later. Okay. At what age were you when this doctor said, I don't expect you to live the next 24 hours? I was 34. Good heavens. I just can't imagine going through that. Were you by yourself? I was. I was actually supposed to be in a wedding the next day for a very close friend. I was the maid of honor, and it was just a small service. And my husband at the time and my children were all camping, so I was home alone. And I do remember at one point when I was very sick and before I called 911, I really didn't think I was going to make it to the hospital. I figured I would be dead before the ambulance got there. So I didn't bother to try to call my parents who lived only three miles away because I was afraid they'd come in and find my dead body. Oh, lady, you're giving me cold chills. So once you recovered, you say that you were awakened to your psychic mediumship. What do you mean by that? So before this happened, I had started to take development classes as far as my psychic mediumship. All my life, 
there have been weird things that had happened and I knew things without knowing how I knew them, giving friends really good advice and just thinking I was clever later. Now I realize that I wasn't so clever and I've been tapped in. So I had started to do readings, but it was very muffled and I had more of an impression of what the spirits were trying to tell me. And then after my miracle healing, it's like you and I are talking now. There they are. There they all are. We're never alone and they're always there. Isn't that kind of spooky at times? It wasn't because what I was hearing was so much love and so much support. And the guides and spirits that came through that I was working with were just amazing. They were like having friends and family around me constantly. Fascinating. Well, you mentioned before that you had had out-of-body experiences as a kid. How young were you when you had your first one? And wasn't that a little bit strange at the time? It was. So the first one that I have a memory of, and this is so strange because I was an infant. I was probably nine or 10 months old. But I have this clear memory of looking down and seeing me and my twin sisters in our cribs to the point where I described to my mom years later how our cribs were positioned. And she's like, yeah, that's right. And then I had them when I was five and six and seven. And I would wake up in the night and I'd feel something cold on my back and realize it was the ceiling. And I'd be looking down, seeing me and my sister in our bed sleeping. And then all of a sudden snap back in my body and I was awake. I think that's what nightmares would be made. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I guess when you're a child, you're so accepting of the weird and unusual. I guess you don't even recognize that it is weird and unusual at that point. You mentioned you had a twin sister. Does she have the same ability? I think she could. If she wanted to practice and open, I believe everybody has a little bit of mediumship ability because I believe we're all guided and we have our, our spirit guides that you know, say, hey, go to the right instead of the left or, you know, make this decision. And we just hear them on a subconscious level. So really, it's just training to connect. My sister and I used to do this wonderful little game where I'm thinking of an ocean animal. And she would say dolphin. I'm thinking about a car. Oh, it's a yellow Volkswagen Beetle. And we would giggle because we were so accurate and being able to see what was in each other's minds. So I do believe she has it. Wow. So Melissa, we've all heard and read about other stories of near-death experiences. What makes your story different? I didn't actually go into a tunnel. I didn't get that far. I just knew or felt like that I was going to die and the doctors did confirm that. And it was interesting because as I would feel this warmth go across my body, during the night when I was in the ICU in Boston, I would feel this just like I was just wrapped in love and comfort. And then I'd be cold and miserable and achy. And honestly, as a medium, I thought that that was them preparing my soul to transition to spirit side. I thought they were getting ready to bring me home. I didn't realize they were healing me. Have you found any other book that could be compared with Beyond the Miracle, Beyond the Grave? I have not. I know there are other mediums that have written books, but not in this format and not in this way. I tell my stories like I'm talking to a friend. What has been the most rewarding experience for you since publishing your book? 
I believe it's probably the amount of people that have come to talk to me that told me this one story touched me on a personal level or that story resonated with me because my stories are so varied. Everything from helping a little boy that had brain cancer to having friends pass and the things that I experienced as a medium watching that happen to just some very specific messages that came through for readings that really left even me shocked with the amount of detail that came through. What type of reader do you believe would most benefit from reading your book? I believe anybody, but especially those that are seeking to know more about spirit side or those that are grieving. I think anybody that's grieving will definitely find comfort in the stories. Your bio says that you specialize in past life regression. Would you share a bit about that process with us? That is so wonderful. Yes. So I put people into a hypnotic state and it's basically just a deep meditation. And if I'm doing one-on-one, I will prompt with questions and what to look for. And they will share their experiences talking out loud. And it's interesting because a lot of times I will get visions of what they're seeing before they start to talk about it. And in a group setting, I do workshops sometimes where we have 10 to 20 people all hearing the same thing, all getting the same prompts, but they keep their information inside and I give them the trigger that they will remember everything that they experienced. And it's amazing the stories that each individual will tell. And sometimes it's so powerful, it will bring people to tears because it means something to their current life. Well, now that we're living in the time of COVID and we really can't do workshops and get out and meet people, can you do that via Zoom or via video or just the phone? You know, I believe I could. I have not honestly tried that, but I am thinking that if you are meant to have that experience and it's really just about going into a deep meditation, there's no reason why we couldn't. Hmm. Well, Melissa, now that you've written your first book, will there be more books coming from you? Yes. I have already gotten a title in my mind for the next one. And I think that's going to be very similar as far as short stories or messages from the spirit world. But I think it's just going to encompass more. It's going to be more than just my personal stories. I think there's going to be some bigger messages that maybe everybody around the world can relate to. What would you say to non-believers and naysayers about your experience? It's funny because I've had people ask me that before, or be doubtful. And it's not my job to prove the existence of something more. And I try to remember that when I'm telling people. But my biggest question to them is always, okay, how do you explain how I knew this about somebody I've never met before? Or how do you explain why I'm still here today when the doctors are dumbfounded? The skeptics sometimes are the most fun to read too, because when a message does come through that hits home to them and you see the change in their facial expression, it is so (laughs) satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that. So is there a message in Beyond the Miracle, Beyond the Grave that you want readers to grasp? Absolutely. The message is to always have hope, to always have faith. Know that your loved ones are always around you that have crossed over into spirit. Anytime you think of them, 
they are there with you. I like that. Will you please read a short excerpt from Beyond the Miracle, Beyond the Grave for our listeners? I would love to. So just to kind of preface this, it's when I was in the hospital and they had started to medicate me. When I woke up again, I heard the doctor at the foot of my bed talking to my parents. She said, we need to prepare you. This is probably terminal. She's very sick. Her liver is failing. We don't expect her to survive the next 24 hours. We want to send her to Boston. If there's a liver that is available, that is where she'll need to be. My mom started to cry. I felt so sorry that I was going to cause them grief. While preparations for transporting me to Boston were made, one of the nurses hooked me up to an IV of potassium. It burned as it entered into my arm. I told the next nurse that came in that it was very painful. She turned the machine down. When the first nurse came back in, she noticed the machine setting had changed. She angrily said, who changed this machine? I told her the other nurse because it was hurting my arm. She said, you need to understand this. If we do not get enough potassium into your body, you will not survive the trip to Boston. They started me on medicine to help to try to detox my liver. This whole time I thought, I'm surprised I'm still breathing. My twin sister arrived to say her goodbyes. I said, Min, I need you to take care of my girls. My oldest daughter, Kayla, had just turned 12 the day before, and my youngest daughter, Joelle, was 10. Their dad lived in Kentucky, and I felt they couldn't lose me and be taken away from all their family and friends that they were close to. They loved their family in Kentucky, but never got to spend a lot of time with them at this point. Please, Mindy, promise me that even if you have to go to court, you will keep my kids here in Maine with their friends and family. Through tears and sobs, she promised that she would. I then felt okay. I could die knowing that my babies would have an awesome parent and my twin sister and her husband. I knew that they would be taken care of and loved. I hugged her, thanked her, and told her that I loved her, not believing I would see her again. Oh my gosh, that just left me breathless. So now I want to know, where can we learn more about you? And where can we purchase Beyond the Miracle, Beyond the Grave? On my website, angelconnection11.com. You can scroll down to the bottom and there are links there where you can purchase the book. And I think you've got testimonials from readers of your book. Is that correct? Yes, there are testimonials and a short bio. There's also a video trailer of the book. We've been talking with Melissa Gabriel, author of Beyond the Miracle, Beyond the Grave, A Medium's True Experiences. Melissa, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. I'm sure a lot of our audience will want to learn more as well as me. If you publish another book, will you please come back and share with us again? Oh, absolutely. I would love that. I've truly enjoyed this. Thank you for your time, Linda. Here's a review for Melissa's book. I couldn't put it down, and I wanted to keep reading to see what happened in the next story. You could hear the author's voice throughout the book. The words rolled off her tongue, leaving no doubt that the spirit world does exist. Well, if that leaves you wanting more like it does me, please go to angelconnection11.com and order your copy today. And when you finish, don't forget to post your review. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with their author. And remember, the author show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more. 
Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. Theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.